Hello, my awesome listeners. Thank you for tuning in to the uh, On Health podcast with your host, Su Chan Yang. That's me. And on this podcast, it is my goal to make sure that every year is a healthy year, that I'm growing and improving my health just as much as you are. And on today's podcast, it is a deep and lengthy podcast that I might end up doing multiple episodes on because it encompasses just so much. Uh, so to, I want to start like this. I'm going to start by asking you a couple questions. Have you ever had any, um, have you experienced child abuse or neglect growing up? Have you experienced your parents or your mom or your dad being abused by one another or someone else growing up? Have you experienced some type of violence growing up? Have you experienced some type of violence with guns, knives, or some type of firearm? Any type of violence of that sort. Have you experienced any sexual abuse when you were a child? Have you experienced any emotional abuse as a child growing up? Have you experienced any, uh, have you had any experience with suicide? Or have you had experience with other youth violence? And so all these questions really encompasses uh, the study that I'm going to talk about, which is the ACES study. ACES is short term for uh, let me just make sure that it is correct. Adverse Childhood Experiences. So I'm going to read the, a quick description for you. Adverse childhood dis- experiences have a tremendous impact on future violence, victimization, and perpetration of and lifelong health and opportunity. Working together, we can help create neighborhoods, communities, and a world in which child can thrive. And so when I first heard about this uh, ACES experiment or study, it was when I was listening to the Mind Pump podcast with a doctor, and he was talking about how, in his experience, many of his patients had some type of autoimmune disease. And when they had autoimmune disease, um, he would ask them questions like, have you experienced childhood abuse? Have you experienced emotional abuse? And all these things. And he found that they all had had some type of experience with some type of adverse child experience that they just never really dealt with. And if you're wondering what is a autoimmune disease, uh, yeah, autoimmune disease, it's like, so it's very broad. But to sum it up, a description of it is that it's, the cause of it is unknown. But it's cancer. It's some type of... Uh, disease, it's rheumatoid arthritis, it's lupus, celiac disease. So some these things, it's hard to diagnose where it came from. And there's correlation that it could be from these types of childhood experiences. <clears throat> and so I want you to kind of think about your own history, your own experience, and just kind of wonder has 
these types of experiences happen to you? And what are the outcomes of that? I know that most of us, when we are asked questions like these, we'll be like, oh yeah, no, nothing like this has, nothing like this has happened to me. Yeah, I grew up pretty good. But when I think about my own childhood experience, you know, uh, I experienced my dad beating my mom a couple of times. Not all the time. You know, like, you know, they'll get into fights and sometimes it will get out of hand. But I experienced that. I experienced emotional abuse growing up, uh, you know, living in fear of my dad. I experienced, um, you know, I, I always felt like there wasn't enough food. I always experienced, I couldn't really deal with my stress at like at a young age because my parents didn't really know how to uh, take me through the process of dealing with stress. And so I would say that, that that is a type of emotional abuse that I'd put on myself was not knowing how to deal with stress. I did not experience any type of sexual abuse. Uh, in terms of like sibling violence or anything like that, I did not experience any, anything like that. But the biggest thing that comes to my mind was these um, verbal emotional abuse from my parents, from my uh, dad, and the physical abuse. You know, growing up as an Asian family, most of us were you know hit with like coat hangers and sticks and things like that and shoes. You know. If you're Asian, you could understand. And when I think about this, and like what I'm doing today as like a strength coach, you know, I can see how it kind of correlates with, um, you know, my childhood experience. So I don't necessarily say that I'm a binge eater, but I do see that I have a tendency to actually binge eat. And I say that because if you give me a bag of chips, I will eat the whole entire bag of chips. And then I'll wonder like, oh my God, I just ate a bag of chips. And I tie that back to when I was growing up, I felt like I never had enough food. And so if you're still following, I'm telling my experience, trying to help you think about your own experience. And then I'm going to tie it back to something in the future, okay, in the, uh, about the ACES study. And it was a sense of me needing to eat because I felt like I'd never had enough. And so if you give me something like uh, ice cream or egg rolls, because I love egg rolls, I will eat almost as much as I can and then think, oh my gosh, 10 minutes just went by and I didn't know what happened. Like, that's not okay. Like, I... I would zone out for the moment and then wake up in like 10 minutes and be like, oh, the bag of chips is gone. Like, that's not normal. And so I recognize that I do this thing with bag of chips. And so I, when I look back at why do I do these things, it's always because of some type of childhood experience that created a emotional response. Uh, you know, because I'm a strength coach, I wouldn't say that 
because of the fear of my dad has led me to build my body or to be strong or anything like that. But I saw my grandma, who was older, much older, was like 65 or something. I saw that she wasn't, you know, she was kind of frail. She was old. And I would see how my dad kind of treat her sometimes. Uh, he was a very good dad. I'm not trying to paint him in a bad light. It's just that these small moments actually have long-lasting impacts. And so I remember a couple of times where my dad, where my grandma needed help with something and like my dad didn't help her. And it made me feel like I needed to be strong. I need to be stronger. I need to be uh, able-bodied so I can do things like this for my parents or my grandma. Um, and so I can see how me experiencing uh, my grandma going through her experience of you know living with a frail body that I can, you know, it has made me want to improve my body so I can do things with it and that's actually how I coach people I coach people in a way where we move in a way where the body is supposed to move so that they can do things with it an example is uh, one of my clients she, she just messaged me the couple weeks ago because they were moving uh, a dryer and she was able to move that dryer with like her brother, but like because I taught her how to actually use her body to lift things, she was able to do things like that. And you know, that's just an outcome of like that's a positive outcome of what I experienced as a kid. It could have easily turned into a negative thing. Um, let's see. There's like a lot of things that are going through my mind right now. Because the ACES experiment, when I heard about it, it really blew my mind. Because my goal is to prevent people from having these health complications. It is my responsibility to prevent people from needing to go to the hospital. Like I, That's the biggest reason why I became a health coach, a strength coach. Because I wanted to prevent people... From needing certain types of acute care or therapy um, because in the home community in my community it's much different we don't really go to the doctors um, unless it's like very bad that's a good thing and a bad thing but that makes it hard to prevent certain things from happening if they don't go see a doctor and so that's why I made it my, like my, an effort to become a health coach to help people and in my own experience, when I heard this podcast and I started doing research on it, it really made me think about who my clients were, how I was a presence for them, and how I can help them realize some of their um, traumas and work past it. I'm not a therapist. I'm not claiming to be a therapist. You should always go seek out therapists. But sometimes, some discussions can help move things along. And eventually, I would like to interview some folks who really understand the ACES study so that we can, I can provide more um, value for you. But 
some of my clients are people who um, are older, like 40s, mid-40s, and they all want to you know, look better. And that's a good thing because they're older. They have had a couple kids. They are carrying extra weight that they don't really want to carry. And they want to do more things for themselves. And when we start working out, we start digging back into, you know, some of their limitations of what happened to them that brought them to me today. And eventually we get to a point where we talk about their past experience with their parents or how their parents always had high expectations for them and they never felt like they were good enough. And so they go out and try to pursue these accolades like PhDs or working for the government in hopes of making their parents proud and in turn chasing things like this having these burdens on them has brought them to me because now they are carrying an excessive large amount of weight and you know it's through habit and yes traumas don't lead to excessive amounts of weight but it can be a byproduct of how you lead your life and that's one part that we work on is the fitness aspect but the mental aspect of what does health really mean to me and how can I reshape what health looks like to me so that my family can look better as well and so the ACES study really gave me a um, grounding point of like did this happen to you well, you know, maybe you should have a discussion with your parents and, like, share these things. But let me just now state some facts. Uh, some children are greater at risk than others. Women and several racial economic minority groups are at greater risk for having experienced four or more types of the ACEs. And when I read this, I'm like, yeah, you know what? If you are a person of color you grow up in a inner city neighborhood where you know like the ghetto where there's a lot of shootings a lot of violence um on that free or reduced lunch like i was you most likely have experienced some type of uh these aces because parents unintentionally have done these things to children Having stress about money can lead to parents overreacting or bursting out in anger with their kids. I've seen this happen with my family, uh, with my cousins as well. Um, the lack of money can really put a strain on the family and the kids and their experience growing up. Um, and like, you know, just think about it. What would your life look like if your parents had more money? Would your experience have been better? For me, it would have been better. Um, just because it would have made my dad less stressful. He wouldn't have come home all the time angry. If he just had more money, I think he would have had the opportunity to think more about what he wanted to do with his life. And that's a privilege to be able to think in a way where, you know, you can grow and flourish.
my parents didn't have that luxury so you know I was I grew up to be a pretty good guy you know but I'm I'm just just saying that you know my upbringing really shaped who I am today and you know it wasn't a awesome upbringing but it was great because you know I wish we had a yacht just kidding I, I wish <laughs> if we had a yacht that would have really changed my perspective on life but <laughs> yeah that would have shaped a lot of our lives differently if our parents grew up with like a yacht right uh, so aces are common adverse childhood experiences are common about 61% of adults surveyed across 25 states reported that they had experienced at least one type of aces and nearly one in six reported that they had experienced four or more types of aces that means that majority of people have grown up with some type of childhood trauma that's just the reality of how it is 61% of adults that's more than half that's every other person you see have grown up with some type of trauma some type of experience that has shaped them to be a good you know to be a, a good experience or a bad experience and aces are linked to chronic health problems mental illnesses and substance misuse in childhood uh, aces can negatively impact education job opportunities and you know they can be prevented so i want you to think like if you grew up in a tough circumstance how would that impact your ability to eat better? How would that impact your ability to think positive, positively or say that uh, you don't suffer from any mental health issues? And you know, I know that people use alcohol and drugs as a form of escape. And these are linked to their experiences growing up as well. So how can early childhood experiences impact education or job opportunities? Well, think about it. If you grew up in a home where no one believed in you, where your parents were never home, they were always fighting, and you know you didn't really feel safe at home, why would you want to get good, good grades? There are those kids that do, that do good grades get good grades even though these circumstances are stacked against them but majority of people you know growing up in uh, inner city in like St. Paul on east side St. Paul I can see that my home was not too different from others and I can see how some of my friends drank early smoked early and how that has impacted their ability to actually do well in education and find better job opportunities and you know the best way to prevent the ACEs uh, early childhood experiences is through parenting and that's very hard to do because if kids are grown, growing up through these struggles and they're becoming adults who are living with these struggles it's very hard to get them to become better parents as well 
without them wanting to become a better parent. And the term that I always use is hurt people hurt people. And healed people heal people. And, you know, if you just think about it, I'm not trying to say that this is a blanket statement, but it's just commonly what happens. It's what the statistics say, and like through my own life experience, I can see that parenting plays a huge role in how a kid is raised. Uh, an example for, for me and my dad, my parents, my mom, you know, she's great. She showed us love when we needed it, and she was firm on us when she, when she needed to be firm on us. And my dad, he was just kind of grumpy all the time. And, you know, he was dealing with his own thing. And when I think about it, you know, I don't blame him for for treating us like this, me and my siblings. But he was just dealing with stress that he couldn't verbalize to us. Even to this day, it's hard for him to verbalize how he's feeling, uh, what he's going through, um, and, you know, how or like how he wants to be better. It's easy for him to lash out, blow out, and like yell at us. Like even to this day, it's easy for him to yell at me to, and say that I'm not a good son. Um, but it's hard for him to say, "Oh, you know, I like that you are helping me to do X, Y, and Z." You know, it's very difficult for him to have these conversations, and because of that, it has shaped my upbringing a little bit where. You know, it's comfortable for me to talk about my emotions because I saw that he couldn't do that. And so I had to be a little bit more emotional to him to kind of balance it out. So I was, uh, I used this experience to actually grow. But most people, they kind of mimic what they see. I have a buddy who grew up without a dad and he's just angry all the time. Angry all the time. He's He's a good dude most of the time, but he's angry all the time about the world. And that kind of falls back into how he was raised, his childhood experience. And that really shaped him to be who he is today. And no matter how much I try to help him, you know, I can't help him unless he wants to help himself. Man, I've been talking a lot about this. If you are enjoying this podcast, I want you to hit that like button or subscribe if you want to hear more about it. Uh, that lets me know that you're interested in things like this and you're in- interested in growing. Uh, if you don't like it, you know, leave me a review. Be critically honest with me so I can be better as well, okay? So I want to take a moment and just re- reflect with you and think And, you know, just ponder a little bit about what you just heard about childhood, adverse childhood experiences. You might not believe that this is true. You might believe that it is true. If you're a mom or a dad and a parent that's having kids, think about what experiences you are putting them through and how that might shape their future.
So when I dig deep into the research of the ACES experiment, you know, like the survey that they conducted, it was a very thorough survey that asked a lot of questions. Um, like, did you grow up seeing a gun in the household? Did you grow up, um, did your parents abuse you growing up? You know, like you just click uh, like yes or no. So it wasn't too in-depth. The, the study wasn't too in-depth where they would have a discussion on these things, but it was a yes or no type of survey. And so if you're wondering, like, what are some things you can do to help you grow past these things so you, that you can heal, so that you can heal others, I always recommend working on yourself. And working on your, yourself means so many things. Maybe it's finding what you love and start doing that more. Maybe it's finding more positive people around you and, you know, just become more positive as well. Maybe it's going to therapy, just talking, just um, letting your mind and your heart out. That might lead to you know you discussing about something that has been on your heart forever that you just never allowed yourself to verbalize. You should also work out, exercise, have a healthy lifestyle that will improve the way that you feel about yourself dramatically and how you see and view yourself really matters in the long run because it's less weight less emotional trauma for you to actually deal with when you're looking in the mirror so those are some things um, there are more if you can't go to a therapist find a friend who's unbiased non judgmental that you can just have a conversation with and just talk and talk and you know what it might lead to you opening up more and being more accepting of who you are and your place here on earth I would say that if I didn't challenge myself challenge myself and go out and find other friends I would have been a different person uh, when I went to college, I found a group of friends who were really positive about life. And because of that, I became extremely positive about life and continue to be positive about life even to now. Uh, after college, I found even more friends who were really passionate about the world, um, especially in politics. And so I delved into that world and you know what? Really shaped me to become more positive about people um, outcomes and that the world has good people and now you know, I'm trying to put my best foot forward and share my perspective with the world so that we can all grow and heal together If you want to find out more information about the uh, ACES study, if you just go into the cdc.gov um, website and like type in ACES, that will lead to you to it. Or if you just type in ACES on the on Google, 
it will lead you to uh, the CDC's website of that as well. I really recommend you to actually just watch a video about it and open yourself up to how you can heal from your own past and make 2021 a better year for yourself, your family, and everything that you're doing. Because here on this podcast, it's all about self-growth, challenging your own beliefs and your own past uh, upbringings so that you can live a healthier and better life. And with that, I think I'm going to end this podcast at about like 30 minutes. I really appreciate it if you leave a review. Um, and tomorrow, I will come back on and talk about some of the stories that I've, or like, you know, how I have failed as a personal trainer or like what things I could have done better. Thank you for tuning in and I hope you guys have a good rest of your day.